Hi, welcome to Matters of the Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Janie Charlotte. Matters of the Heart and Soul is a podcast to raise awareness and awaken humanity to all that is within. We want to be a beacon of light on your life journey. Hey guys, welcome back to Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. This is Janie Charlo, your host. And next up on this podcast is called Return of the Sacred Room, and I touch on divine femininity. I actually kind of go through a, a great article that kind of bridges spirituality with the womb of the woman. And um, we have to be honest, there is not a single human being that can come on this planet if it is not through the womb of a woman. So we need to get back to the sacredness of the womb, into what that means, into the ebb and flow of the woman and the menstrual cycle, and how that intuitive, creative process and time that, you know, each phase of the menstrual cycle, how she's connected and connected to the divine creator. Um, so we just need to switch the culture because, you know, currently, you know, it's suppressed, you know, a lot of women, you know, don't talk about their periods. They don't talk about what it really means, what, and how sacred the womb is. So I go through that article because I thought it was a a great article that really breaks it down. And, um, as always, we love to hear your opinion on everything. So, um, check it out and I'll see you guys on the other side. Hey guys, welcome back to Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. This is your host, Janie Charlotte. And on this episode, I would like to discuss an article. It is called Return of the Sacred Womb and Divine Femininity. And I'm going to read the article and then just kind of talk about it at the end. I think it's an important time right now with where we are. Uh, we're seeing a lot of changes in the world around us. And I always believe going within gives us the most messages. And these messages are available to all of us. But um, this divine femininity and sacred womb um, has been a message that I have been getting um, spiritually. So I wanted to go ahead and read this article and then talk about it. So it is called Return of the Sacred Womb and Divine Femininity. It is so imperative that all women understand the sacred feministic power of their womb. Today in the Western world, the menstrual cycle or what's called the woman's period is seen as such an inconvenience, a source of monthly distress, And many women go through drastic measures just to escape the five to seven days of bleeding. But did you know that ancient Egypt, many women were celebrated when she had her period. Uh, Women, when a woman was having her period, it was believed that she tapped into a deep spirituality, held the power of creation, and her wisdom and intuition was at an all-time high. She was often supported to go within, to listen to her inner voice, and her tribe would marvel at her feet for advice and guidance. 
The Native Americans also had moon lodges for their menstruating women. These moon lodges served as a place for women to rest, gather, dream, and do introspective meditation. They too often had prophetic dreams about how to hunt and govern the tribe. The menstrual cycle was viewed as very sacred. The word menstruation comes from the word menses, which translates to moon, power, and month. The moon cycle is exactly 29.5 days. Studies have shown that a woman's bleeding cycle is often thought to be connected to the cycles of the moon. Women often bleed on the new moon and ovulate on the full moon. Research has often shown that the moon rules the flow of fluids, just like ocean tides as well as other bodily fluids. And it affects the unconscious mind and dreams. Therefore, earthly, natural, and universal factors such as the moon, sunlight, and ocean tides play a researched part in fertility, the menstrual cycle, and going into labor. The moon does not have its own light. You know, it it reflects the light from the sun, which gives it the illusion of producing its own light, but is indeed a reflection from the sun. For this reason, it has been said that a woman can sleep with the light on and reset her menstrual cycle with the moon cycle. So somewhere over 6,000 years ago, the shift went to a patriarchal society, which we know that's a social system in which men hold primary power and dominate the roles of political leadership, moral authority, social privilege, and control. The idea of goddess shifted and women were often viewed as unclean, impure and oftentimes forced to separate themselves from men when they were bleeding and were also viewed as not fit to have sex, prepare food, or enter churches. Now more than ever is the time to understand our sacred femininity and actually kind of discard some of these old myths. The menstrual cycle not only displays our flow of fluids, but also of our divine connection to creativity, information, intuition, and the divine creator. We may receive and process information differently during different times of the menstrual cycle. That's why suppressing blood flow could block creative intuition. From the onset of menstruation, which is bleeding, until ovulation, the sacred feminine is ripening an egg and preparing to give birth to someone, or metaphorically speaking, something else, such as a new creative idea and downloads from the divine creator. So let's break down some of these days of the menstrual cycle. Day one through seven, which is considered the first day of bleeding, or this is considered the menstruation phase or the dark moon phase. On this first day of bleeding, the energy can be felt like a death and rebirth phase. The old lining of the uterus is shed to make room for the new healthy lining that will take its place in absence of pregnancy. This is a great time in the month for women to go within, clear emotional and physical wounds she may be carrying and old patterns or behaviors that no longer serve her. 
Accept all the emotions of irritability, sensitivity, or impatience that may come in. It's your inner guidance communicating to you. Day 8 through 14, this is the pre-ovulation phase, follicular phase, or the waxing moon phase. The woman will demonstrate new energy that comes in an enthusiastic, upbeat, and outgoing. Besides, it's such a sigh of relief when the bleeding has stopped. New ideas are rolling in, new projects are being created, and this phase of the menstrual cycle best illustrates how consciousness becomes matter and how her thoughts create reality. One follicle will become larger than the rest and release a mature egg. Day 14 and 15, this is peak ovulation or the full moon. This is the peak of feminine creativity and is the time where women have increased sexual energy, increased intuition, and will exude her energy outwards to the world. Ovulation or mid-cycle is when a woman gets a surge of LH hormone, the luteinizing hormone, and FSH, the follicle stimulating hormone. We are naturally more receptive of others and to new ideas are symbolically fertile. During this phase, sexual desire is highest and we secrete air pheromones that increase our sexual attractiveness to others. Verbal skills are heightened along with communication and collaboration. The mature egg is released, travels down the fallopian tubes towards the uterus. The lifespan of the egg is only about 24 hours. Unless it meets fertilization, during this time, it dies off. So, day 14 through 21. This is post-ovulation, the luteal phase, full moon. In this post-ovulation phase, women often go into a reflective time where she is evaluating her achievements for the month, which creations were achieved on the physical plane, and also deciding on what aspects of her life need to be adjusted or changed. She can be more task-oriented, wrapping up projects and being productive. From ovulation to the onset of the next menstruation is considered the luteal phase. Both seem to be a time when women must depend on a flow of information that they cannot see, but feel in their gut are what we call intuition. Just like the lunar moon under darkness is when unconscious downloads may come to us in our dreams and inner guidance. Besides, it's said that the veil of the spirit world is thinnest during 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. moonlight hours. The world of the unseen and the seen, the conscious and the unconscious can be more easily assessed by a woman tapped into herself. Women are most aligned with their inner knowing and what and what isn't working in their lives during this time. All right, so this is now day 21 through 28. This is the lining preparing to shed, the premenstrual, ongoing luteal phase, and the waning moon now. 
Energy seems to wane during this phase. Very naturally, women are in tuned emotionally with their lives during this time and are more apt to cry. However, we cannot toss up these emotions of just having PMS, guys. If we continue to resist the information that come to us during these very connected times, like any other bodily symptom, it if ignored, can rear its ugly head as PMS symptoms or other illnesses. If a woman becomes pregnant, the egg moves into the uterus and attaches to the lining. If she does not, the uterus prepares to shed through the vaginal opening and a new menstrual cycle begins. So what's the point of knowing all this? Well, Current culture has conditioned women to suppress her natural cycle at the first sign of imbalance with synthetic hormones rather than educating on the divine sacredness of the menstrual cycle. Our four hormonal phases are the inner guidance of birthing life and so much more. The waxing and waning, the ebb and flow, the ups and downs of female hormones have natural and predictable fluctuations that affect energy, mood, and cognition. During different times of the month, we can tap into superpowers that can birth or create anything we want. It doesn't have to be a baby. Dearest feminine energies out there, you are the divine creator. You are the moon, the seasons, the life force itself. The entire menstrual cycle is about birth, life, growth, and death. Our senses are heightened. We dream frequently and often prophetically. Our energy can be focused inward or outward. We are intuitive. We have a natural cycle process of death and rebirth. We have to stop speaking disempowering words over our body during our menstrual cycle by not adopting the shame of moodiness, fatigue, cramping, or skin problems that come along with it. We cannot speak about our periods as a curse or with words of sarcasm. Learning to love our body daily and being in tune with our menstrual cycle is realizing how much of a sacred, charming, cyclic, and beautiful being the feminine energy and body is. By doing this, all humans, all humans, men and children, must do the same. It's only the natural order. So, I enjoyed reading that. Um, It is a wonderful article and it is so important that as divine feminine energies, we get connected with our body. We get connected with the ebb and flows, the ups and downs of our menstrual cycle. Um, The menstrual cycle should not be viewed as something we can't speak about, something we can't love, something that we can't understand. It is actually a very connected time, a very sacred time and we should view it as that. Um, I would love to hear everyone's opinions about this. It is so important um, because like the article says, when we get in tune with this natural order, all humans, men and children have to get in order as well. And um, that was it for that article. And that is it for this episode. My name is Janie Charlo, and this has been another episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. We just 
finished reading an article entitled Return of the Sacred Womb, Divine Femininity. Guys, take care. Stay in the love and light, especially now. And we will check you out at the next episode. Take care.